I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi everyone, I'm Jason Ballara. Uh, we're on the Know Your Why podcast, and I'm here with Adina Mayhew. I'm probably not saying that exactly right, uh, but she's here to kind of tell us a little bit about her story um, and, and where things are headed for you in your life. But I, we got a chance to talk last week, and. I felt your story was was very inspirational. So I'd love it if you don't mind repeating some of that so that our listeners can uh, get an idea and then, and then we'll kind of go from there. Sounds good. So, hey everyone, my name is Adina Mayer and I know um, everyone butchers it. So <laughs> I always say this story, but my when we get married, I get my husband's name, obviously his French name. And I said, you know, for the better and the worse, I took his name. So the worst is checked. So from here on everything <laughs> has to be for the better, right? It can only go up. Yeah. Because now it's like, no one can pronounce my name anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm excited to be here. I'm super passionate about uh, sharing my vibe because I feel it's so important, um, especially when you, decide to pivot from something you thought it was your past and my life was very straightforward until I came to the United States I was good at school I studied I always knew that in order to have a nice salary like I have to study get you know the highest degree possible and get a good job and that was pretty much my life but I you know get my master in chemistry I moved to Switzerland where I get my PhD I moved to the United States to become a postdoctoral fellow at UC Davis, where I met my French husband. And then, you know, I was scientist in a biotech company where I was for five years until I get pregnant with my first one. And that's when everything started to scramble a little bit for me. Like, okay, what, what do I want in, in this life? You know, I saw people who were in this path and I knew if I want to increase my salary and you know get all the things that we are you know we get a PhD because we want to become a manager and da 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 and then I think the first aha moment was when I was towards the end of my pregnancy and it's saying you have 12 weeks with your baby good luck and in Hungary we have it's going back and forth three two to three years of maternity leave so by definition just by you know my my education and my culture like this was a huge shock like excuse me yeah. how, what did you say <laughs> and right. I'm of course I knew it it just you know like then it hit like what does this yeah. really mean and I tried to negotiate a year of non-paid leave which I did not get so I ended up quitting my job and then you know life happened I I truly thought I would just take a break for a year and then I tried to go either back to my job or you know look for something else um, within the field and then life happened you know I don't want to go into all the details but pretty much I ended up four years after my son was born and I was still home with my second child at the time 
and I tried to, I actually started to apply. I started to feel at sea. I started to feel that I need something else. I love to be with my children, but you know, when, and if any of you is listening or moms, you know that mother's life is a never ending project. It's like, you know, when I was a scientist, I had the to-do list and I was checking up like, okay, done, done, done. And when you are a mom who is at home with the children, it's like laundry done, not done. <laughs> like by the time you put everything, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. You can start over again. It just happened last, Last week, actually, I did the laundry while the kids were in farm school and they came home stretching in mud. It's like, okay, I guess laundry again. <laughs> and then you know, it's the same with everything, the cleaning the house and doing the dishes. And, and I started to feel like, okay, what, what am I doing? Like, what, where is my checklist? Where is my accomplishment? Yeah. So I was planning to go back. I applied for a job. It didn't turn out. It reminded me why I left at the first place, how being a mom and being, you know, a high level professional is not clashing very well. And that's when I tumbled up in the opportunity that I'm doing right now, um, which is in direct sales. And then eventually it led us to do real estate investment. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, when we talked about this, but I, the the kid introducing the child into your what seems like it's a you know sort of perfect life that's going exactly like you were taught it should go and you're you know kind of climbing the ladder and achieving and all of this and then the, the kids just kind of it's and I'm not saying that they make it worse I think that actually like it's very eye-opening it's it's very sort of revealing as to you know, maybe maybe making the most money or, or or getting the highest position in whatever your field is, maybe that's not all there is. And so, you know, sort of have to rethink it. But I do still think, you know, as as you just mentioned your experience of just being like, I do want something that I'm accomplishing and, and you know, continuing to growing outside of raising tiny humans. And I think... <laughs> My wife's going to listen to your your uh, story there and be, I think, relate very much because she's uh, she's she's a veterinary technician. That's how we met, and and she was very good at her job. Does you know worked a lot, worked for me, and then we had our son, and it's kind of like she was just home with him all the time. And I think she she definitely struggled with that you know that difference. So uh, I'm sure that that will resonate with a lot of moms out there um it, yeah so it just it's interesting i was actually in a book club i'm i am in a book club and um it just came up like it's not about motherhood but it just came up how difficult it is for moms especially to and i'm sure that has the same kind of you know like struggle but to be a mom and being successful and there is so much like right now i reached a level in my business where i have 150 people in my team and you know it requires more time and I thought oh I'm doing this because I can still be a full-time mom and I have to accept that I'm fooling myself you cannot have you know a really successful business and be a full-time mom and be all the other things and it's you know it's really putting in question like what what is important and how, what can I let go and mm -hmm. what can I just be okay with that you know maybe being 24-7 mom, it's not 
necessary what you have to do to become you know or be a good mom um, yeah yeah no I, I yeah and that's actually a really great point i mean i think i think the answer is you don't have to be a 24 7 mom to be a great mom like i think that there's a balance to it and i think it's very different but you know as a as a father it's a similar thing it's like okay i i want to be a good dad i want my i want to spend time with my kid uh almost kids we're about to have another but um you know you want you want to spend that time but also want it to be like quality time and 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 on the flip side is you need to provide for them and they need a place to live and they need food and all of that so i think you know that's a common uh, a common parenthood struggle um which i think you know sort of segues well into what so when you i would say when you were provided this opportunity by your former employer to stop working for them because they, i'm sure it was their loss you sort of have turned that around and now you do you want to talk a little bit about you know sort of what what you are doing i know you, you said uh, direct sales and, and real estate but do you want to go in a little bit more detail on you know sort of again i know a little bit but you know i feel like you've become bigger in in terms of what you're accomplishing than than even you were in that in that position yeah so um i was one of them and i'm sure a lot of the listeners will be like they hear direct says and they run in the other direction yeah. which was totally like me like i never ever thought like even if you asked me two weeks before i joined this company that i'm gonna do direct sales, i would say you lost your mind <laughs> like it yeah. was never on my radar it was never anything i considered i didn't even know anything about it it's truly just they and i don't know if anyone will see the the actual video but i have these nail products I tried as a chemist I was blown away I know the not the story of course of the person who developed and I was just like oh my gosh this is what every single mom needs in their life because I was neglecting my needs in terms of self-care you know like I did not like to, before when I was working you know I was we were married, but you know, I did not have kids. So I was taking care of myself. I went shopping, I went to get my manicure. And then when my son, my children were born, it was, I felt uncomfortable spending money that I didn't earn anymore, like giving up, even though, you know, it was, we made that decision as a couple, I still felt like I'm not bringing in that salary anymore. I don't have the right to spend, which is very, if you're listening to this, like, this is wrong, <laughs> like, yeah. this is yeah. so not true and you should and self-care is so important for mamas, you know, if you are not taking care of yourself, you cannot take care of the rest of your family. Absolutely. And I also felt, so it was part of them was money. The other, like, when my husband comes home from work and he's tired and tell him that, okay, now I'm heading out to the salon, bye. <laughs> Yeah. So for me and the other, I just felt it was a waste of my time, like sitting there for two hours and I can't even like message my friends on the phone. I'd rather ask my husband to watch my kids for two hours and have a brunch with a friend so we can connect than sitting there, you know, with my friend, hands like tied up. So long story short, when I discovered this, that, oh my gosh, I can have a manicure in 10 minutes, like I felt, holy cow, like this is you know, the best thing since sliced bread. And I was super passionate about sharing this because everyone I introduced, they loved it and they were like, wow. And you know, it's, it's 10 minutes that 
gives me two weeks of happiness. Like literally I'm try typing on my computer. I'm happy looking at my, my beautiful manicure. Sure. So, and I think, you know, like we don't realize how important is it to take care of ourselves until we do. And it's like, wow, like I, I needed this in my life. You know, yeah. I need put yeah. a little bit of effort, whether it's putting on your makeup or just dress up nicely, even if you're just at home all day. I see a lot of moms, especially during COVID, like I don't do anything and then they are depressed. I, I truly believe this is a part of it. Like you still have to maintain, you know, whatever sure. makes you happy. And you know, if it's not makeup, whatever, but just, you know, like doing your yoga or having that bath right. or whatever yeah. is it looks like for you. So um, that's how I ended up joining my company. And because I started to believe in it and I so, the value I'm providing with it. I was more confident. I started to build a team and I have been, I believe now I'm like 0.6% in the company. And I just really enjoy, and I really enjoy helping these women who are in my team. And what's even more important, the, the growth that I see in myself and in all those ladies who are giving it a shot. Mm -hmm. to work on themselves because it's so easy to say it's not working i cannot do and just quit versus thinking what's going on in my head that blocks me to get to that next level and it's entrepreneurship it doesn't matter if it's direct sales if it's you know real estate when yeah. you do any type of entrepreneurship it happens in your mind 90 yeah, percent whether you sure. believe and you can work on those limiting beliefs yeah no, hundred percent. I think the the what I've noticed is that it's it's almost funny. I mean, I I think I've become a huge sort of component of mindset and and really or proponent, I guess, of mindset and realizing that you can change how you react to things and and you know emotions are emotions, but you can actually do something with them and, and sort of, uh, I don't know, the control is the best word, but you, you can control your reactions to them. And so I think I probably, <laughs> you know, not too long ago would have been like, oh, that mindset stuff's kind of silly. And now it's like, once you realize what it can do for you, it's just, it's really amazingly freeing. And now I'm just like, I, I love listening to people talk about, you know, these sort of transformations and and they're just the way you look at things differently uh and you know like you're saying it your self-care is an incredibly important as as you know a mom a you know people being stuck home in COVID whatever it is like whatever your thing is to kind of take care of yourself because it'll make you a better person it'll make you a better parent it'll make you a better friend spouse whatever the you know whatever the relationships are if you're if you've got something for yourself too so it's it's really uh i think very special to hear you know sort of what hear people make that that shift and now not only have you made that shift in yourself you're leading a tremendously successful company and it's <laughs> it's like just what that that mindset change allowed you to to do really i think is is pretty impressive um how so tell me a little bit about how that you know sort of ties into real estate for you and i know um 
you and your husband are sort of, you know, working on investing together. So how, how did that, all of this shift tie into real estate for you in terms of mindset and, and also, you know, not, not working for someone else? Yeah, so we are not, we still don't really know where it all started. Like we, when we moved from California to uh, Texas, we actually like pretty much, it was pure luck. We'd never calculated it. We were at the right place at the right time when we bought our house in California. It just happened that the market crashed and we both finally get a stable job and we were able to put the money down and get a house for right. you know a low price, which we, like six months earlier, we were looking at these houses, this exactly houses, thinking we are never gonna be able to afford buying yeah. a house here. Yeah. We were looking at these you know, model homes, kind of dreaming about and knowing, knowing like big parents, you know, it's like, again, what you think and what is your reality? I think it just right. comes in like, we were 100% convinced it's not an option for us. And actually my mom used to say that, well, if you cannot afford, you forget about it. And now I want to teach my kids that if something is not possible, you don't say, okay, so I'm not doing it. What can I do to make this a reality exactly. for me? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, again, you know, going back to mindset and what are thoughts and reality and what is the gap in between, uh, I think it's so important. So this house that we can never buy six months later was ours. And um, we moved to Texas because my husband got a job here. We saw the house on the top of the market. I guess it's still increasing, but you know, when it recovered really well, yeah. we came here and we almost built a pool with the leftover money, but we backed out and decided to buy a, a second home that we are renting out. And I think that's where it really started to, um, you know, the, the true thought process, not just falling into, but like, okay, let's let's think about this. Yeah. And what can, what are the opportunities here? And I think my husband seeing me going from, um, you know, corporate job to being my own boss, being successful, still being with my children, especially COVID, it was a huge thing. But even before, like I never had to miss any of those classes, you know, when they had um, Thanksgiving lunch or, you know, often my husband came last minute or, you know, he missed the first second. It's like, oh, they just passed in the carnival or whatever it was. Right, right. So I think it was a little bit of an eye opening for, okay, this is freedom. This is when I'm my own boss. I still have to work, of course, but. I decide when I'm doing, I'm my own boss versus you go to a nine to five yeah. and someone decided for you. So yeah. I think that all those things kind of, you know, just like snowboard and came together that, okay, what are we gonna do about this? And started to do real estate. We joined Jake and Gino, the Wheelbarrow Profit. Um, mm -hmm. It's a multi-family real estate, like an academy last year. We have amazing coaches and, you know, looking at this, my husband is really good about working, like networking. And right now we are in two deals. One of them is um, a mixed used in Nashville where we are um, limited partners. And then we are KPs in another deal just south of Dallas. So it's slowly picking up. We always say that it's not like, I think most, entrepreneurship like most business model it's not a sprint it's a you know it's a marathon yeah. you have to you know you cannot just accept that okay you decided tomorrow you are rich 
that's not how it works <laughs> unless you win the lottery but then probably you lose that money i guess that's what right, they you say you want to handle it yeah <laughs> yeah so and i think it's good that you have to work for it so you appreciate when you have that success mm -hmm. at the end mm -hmm. yeah yeah no i mean a couple really good points there i think uh to highlight one you, you talked about how you you left a you know corporate job or a w2 job you're still working a lot right so i think sometimes people think that entrepreneurship or real estate investors or whatever aren't it, you're doing it to not work it's not it's not doing it to not work you might actually work more it's doing it on your terms right so it's you don't have to be there when someone else tells you you have to you have to be there and and your results are directly tied to how much of an work you know hustle you're going to put into it versus whatever the structure is that your you know your w2 job is under and so it's it's not it's not about necessarily working less it's about you know sort of enjoying what you're doing and having control of your time so you can go to those you know events your children's classes and recitals and things like that i think that's that's very important and then you know the the second thing that i thought was was great about what you said is that sort of i think people also look at real estate investors as this was a get rich quick thing because usually you don't know about them until they're like grant cardone and they're just someone who's all over the place and you know that he's a billionaire and he has his own plane because it's it's like that, but what you don't know is it took him 25, 30 years to get there of, you know, sort of constant hard work and things like that. So it's just a, I, I think the the perception of what's, you know, sort of what's involved in real estate investing isn't always until you get into it, <laughs> entrepreneurship, real estate, but whatever it is, until you really get into it, maybe don't, people don't actually know, you know, kind of what it is. And so it does, it is a, a very different mindset than you know just going to going to your job every day and punching a clock and you get benefits from someone else what you know all of that stuff is kind of just spelled out for you so it is a different approach but it's it's and maybe it's not for everybody but it's it's worth it yeah i think it just seems <laughs> the, the more you do and and you know you said you were an lp in one deal which for people who don't know there's there's sort of two sides of syndication. There's a uh, limited partnership where, who are basically at a basic level, the investors, right? They're just giving in money and getting a return on that money, but you don't have to do any of the work. On the opposite side of, of it is the general partnership. And within that general partnership, you have, uh, well, you said your, your KPs. So key principle is basically someone who, probably again at a basic level is able to sign on the loan uh, at some at some point in terms of having net worth or, or liquidity for the particular loan for whatever asset you're getting into. I, yeah, if, you have more saying, yeah. So yeah. we are pretty much part of the deal, you know, like we, uh, we are on the meetings, we know what's going on with the, yep. when you're limited partners, pretty much you trust whoever invested, you give them the money, they make the decision for you get the distribution. When you are KP or GP or JV, uh, which is joint venture, it's like you are part of the deal and you have saying, and you are on those weekly meetings and see where this business is going and you know what are things if you need to pivot. So it gives you more hands-on. It's nice if you have the time, energy, and willingness to 
put that effort in it. If you just have money and you want to be hands off, I just want someone to make this money work for me, then the LP is a great option. You know, if you love yeah. your job and you just want to make that money grow faster for you, yeah. then yeah. the limited partner is actually an amazing opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the being, I, I hope I didn't present that as if the, the general partnership is better than the limited partnership. It's just different. And I think it, it's being a limited partner is a, is a really great way to invest money, right? I mean, people, people put money in the stock, stock market, you know, bonds, mutual funds or whatever. A limited partnership, even, even though you may not have control over the deal, you're going to have good returns, tax benefits. I mean, there's, there's so much to it uh, that in a lot of ways can outweigh, you know, stock investing and things. I'm not, I'm not someone to say that real estate's the only way to invest. I, I think that there's, the idea is to just be knowledgeable in multiple ways of investing and then pick the one or the ones that are best for you. That's kind of, I think what's lacking is people know about stock investing because you can get an app on your phone, you know, pick, download Robinhood and you can immediately buy stocks. It's that's a little bit, what, you know, most companies, that's what they offer. You know, you have your 401k that's invested right. in stock market. That's where most people's retirement is, Yeah. you yeah. know, invested in. So, yeah, you know, For that's what people just pump all your money, but you know, now I feel like don't put your, all your eggs in the same basket. Like, I don't say you should put all your money into real estate or into diversifying. It's always a good option. Just yeah. making sure that you are not dependent on one type of asset. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with any of them. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with 401k. There's not nothing inherently wrong with IRAs. Whatever you choose, you just need to know what the you know sort of pros and cons of each asset class are and what you're going to get out of it. I think if you just sort of blindly say I'm putting my money as you know maxing out my 401k every year because that's what I'm told to do by the way I've done this that's not <laughs> I'm not saying this like uh, I'm some smarty I've I've messed all this up and so you know it's kind of but if that's all you're doing the you're just basically looking for a point in your future that suddenly you'll have access to this money and then you have to make it last until you die, right? I mean, that's kind of it. That's you, You're just trying to make it last until you die and hopefully that you have enough money to get to that point, which is kind of a sad outlook on it. But I think when you when you really break it down, that's, that's a little bit what, you know, sort of the traditional uh, investment in, savings avenues are is like you're just trying to get to this point where you have enough money to live off of when you don't work anymore where i think it in a entrepreneur standpoint and and real estate investing it's more about it's not just about cash flow but you do have a cash flow component and then you also have like those assets if you hold them long term are going to appreciate like your house in california like thing you, there are other benefits to it where you don't have to like those assets are likely to outlive you rather than you outliving your fixed set of, of, you know, saved money in, in some mutual fund. So maybe a little off topic, but it's, <laughs> but I, I think those are important things to, you know, for people to, to understand, you know, those options. Um, so what do you think, what do you think is next for you? 
what is your yeah so during this whole process i think what we talked about mindset like i'm super passionate and you know i'm a scientist i'm very you know i need to see i'm doing the experiment and even if i show with my experiment i need to do that experiment five more times to right. prove that it's really you know that how a scientist yeah. mind works so at the beginning i was like oh affirmation like whatever you know like i don't say i didn't believe in it but i just had a really hard time to give it all like mm -hmm. saying affirmation to myself and i'm grateful i have a coach right now who is like okay you are gonna tell me your affirmation five affirmation every morning you wake up you walk yeah. through me your five affirmation it felt really weird at the beginning but i see the transformation how it brings up so much in me and you know like all the blockage like why am i not able to you know i just posted about this on instagram about how no matter what you do as an entrepreneur you will have a time when you kind of hit that glass ceiling mm -hmm. where you feel like you know you're already successful you know that there is still another level above that and you yeah. just can't get there like you do still the same thing you still do the grind you still work but it's just not happening and i'm just discovering it myself right now like those limiting beliefs that kind of sets your limit and like that's that's how much i can do and right. we don't reach our highest potential again because of you know what's in our mind so i discovered during this whole two years of being an entrepreneur that i'm an introvert even though you know i'm doing my lives and people think oh you're outgoing like i drew my energy even as a mom i had difficulty with that like being a 24 7 mom it's like I need some space and then you feel guilty about it and I'm working on it accepting that it's okay to say that no I don't want to go for a walk with the family because I need a little bit of quiet today right. um, so I am actually um, putting a lot of effort right now to even just discover myself and learn about it so I can help other introverts when they decide to go to the business round being an entrepreneur and helping them how to be successful if you feel you don't have, you know, like you don't have the energy to code message a thousand people a day. I know some people just can, you know, no problem. It doesn't drain their energy. I can't do that. I'm, I'm burned out. So I, I am working on making myself better so I can figure out those steps and those systems that I can put together after to help others do the same kind of following my footstep. Yeah and being successful in their business without feeling yucky, without feeling that, you know, it's like, I can't do this anymore. Like you reach a certain level and it took out so much of you because it wasn't um, aligned in with your personality or you know what you believe in. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually, this is kind of my goal for the next few months to really work on this introverted business, you know, entrepreneurship, side of it and especially you know in direct sales I feel like it's very you have to be social and outgoing and having your network which by the way every single real estate meeting when we talk about how do you get those investors how do you build connections you have to have a team you know you don't do everything on your own multifamily you you usually don't buy it on your own like how do you build that team how do you find those people you want to work yeah. with and I feel like if I'm in a direct sales you know training or if i'm in a meeting with real estate 
it's exactly the same thing. So for me, it was almost like an easy transition. It's like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm learning, you know, since I joined this company. It's the same, it's the same things, it's the same steps. You just, you know, apply it for, um, you know, different end results, I guess. Yeah. So I, I hope that I can have, you know, within my team and even who are outside of my, you know, direct business, have especially women and moms who are struggling with this. How can you make happen all this? How can you put all the pieces together? How can you run a successful business without feeling that you are burned out, that you're stretching yourself too much? And what are those steps that are important and necessary? How can you streamline them? So this is my my next big project, I guess. That, that sounds awesome. I, I think there's a huge need for that in the world too. So that'll be, uh, I look forward to seeing what you do with that. I think that'll be, you're going to help a lot of moms. <laughs> I think a lot of, a lot of people may, I, I don't know. I, I know you say you're directing it for um, mothers and women. I'm kind of like, well, can I be a part of it too? <laughs> it's, I, I, I am also introverted. And uh, I think you know, sometimes I think as introverts, you, you have to actually do things to pull you out of that comfort zone be, because the world isn't always going to be provide you opportunities if you don't put yourself out for them. And so I like to me, that's a big part of this podcast. Like, I love this one on one conversation. This stuff is awesome. I need to not think about that at some point other people are going to watch <laughs> and, you know, kind of not think about what you know what that does in my head and, and try and you know again mindset getting some of those limiting beliefs out of the way but I think that you know having that program and how to uh help people deal with being introvert in a in a sales or entrepreneurial type world where relationships and networking are so important will be I think it will be huge yeah I feel even you know like introverts are hugely misunderstood because everyone says oh you are antisocial or it's like I love people I love to mm -hmm. you know chat with people I love to meet new people I don't like when there is a huge party it's like here you go right, <laughs> good luck right, yeah. like I'm not comfortable in that everyone yeah yeah so you know my husband goes in and like knows everyone's name in five seconds and I'm like in the corner and waiting yeah. for someone to come so I think there is a huge misconception and I think that's what my biggest I guess mission is to make introverts see that just because you are not that heart of the party doesn't mean you cannot be a successful entrepreneur. Right. Uh, you know, you can find ways to make it happen within your lim limitation. It's not the right word. Within, you know, what you feel comfortable. Right. And, you know, you have to push yourself outside of your comfort zone, of course, mm -hmm. to a certain extent. But does it feel like gross and like really like draining for you or is it just like we have to do things that outside of a comfort zone to get to our next level right yeah yeah and, and putting maybe this is cliche but like putting those systems in place that allow you to get outside of your comfort zone too if if you're not if you're not extroverted and you're just you know kind of those things i think you providing a framework for people like I said, I think it'll be, I think it'll be very, very helpful. Uh, I think people will love it. So I, I look forward to seeing what you come up with. Um, well, there's, I'd like to ask you probably just a few questions that are a bit, you know, 
tailored to the podcast, but, um, and you, I think you've touched on some of this, but you know, the, the name of the podcast is Know Your Why. And so the question, I guess, is, is what is your why? And, and I know you've touched on a few things that are important to you, but what really does sort of drive you to, to the success that you're achieving? Definitely, you know, family and having, um, having the time deciding, um, you know, how I want to spend that time and not being dependent on someone else's decision. That was a huge thing for me. That's why I decided to quit my job. It would have been so much easier to go back and just, you know, get my salary and not going through all these, you know, difficulties that I faced when I decided to go a totally different route. Um, and, you know, right now I'm trying to figure out how I can smash, like how to put in my mind at the right place that I can be a mom and I can, my business right now, I feel, you know, it's not to be 24 seven with my children. It's to decide when I want to. And if they need me, like if the school calls me that, okay, your kids are sick. I don't have to feel like, oh my gosh, how am I gonna finish yeah. blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, like what they are gonna say that I'm missing again, just having full control. I guess I'm a type A, I like to decide <laughs> what's going on in my life. So. For me, being my own boss, deciding that's the true freedom. It's not having a million dollars, five million or 10 million or whatever. It's having control of my life and what I want to do and how I want to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I, I think we have very similar, <laughs> similar driving forces in our lives. Um, so is there something that you would like to share about yourself that you want people to know? I know, you know, we're, we talk about being introverted. Is there, do you have hobbies? Do you have, you know, guilty pleasures, something that you want to get out there in the world that, uh, that you think would help people know you better? That's a good question. You know, I, I was thinking recently, like, what is really my, my hobbies? I like, as an introvert, I really, if I can choose to go out uh, or, you know, stay home with a book. And it, it sounds really like nerdy, but I, right now my passion is just learn as much as I can about mindset, about how to reach your, yeah. your highest level of whatever. And I believe everyone has a higher level of themselves than they are living. And, you know, just why are we settling with something that's okay-ish? And we talked about that last Friday when we chatted that, I feel that we love reach a level of comfort in our life when it's not bad. Like, you know, our life is good. We have everything we want and we are okay with that. With that, trying to achieve that, what, what's above that. So for me, that's right now my passion, just have that much information and knowledge as I can to reach for myself, teach my kids, because I feel as a mom who is working on themselves, whatever you figure out about yourself, it's you pass it down to your children. And I hope that my children will grow up not having some of the struggles that you know we brought because mm -hmm. we had a different mindset growing up and then helping others seeing their potential. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I, I think that's, there, there's, no, <laughs> there's no wrong answer to that question, by the way, but that was, that was a very good, very good answer. Um, 
how how can people reach you? What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? And we'll we'll put whatever you want in the show notes too. But just uh, so it's out there, how how would you like to be contacted? Yeah. So right now we are working on our website, both for um, our um, real estate and my personal website. Um, I think right now the best, especially if you are interested in the introverted side, like I try to share as many nuggets of knowledge as I can on mm-hmm. my um, Instagram page, which is yeah. Life Nerd. Uh, I just felt, you know, because I started this whole process with the, the nail police strips, like that's where the nail came from. And then I really felt that it was like leading to nailing my life, you yeah. know, having the best of the best life I can live. Um, so I started um, the last few months is mainly focusing on entrepreneurship, mindset, introverts, and, uh, you know, how, how to make this happen for you if you yeah. feel that that's your personality trait. So right now, that's the best. Hopefully, I'm going to have soon my website too. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I follow you and it's your Instagram page is, is great. I mean, I don't, I don't have my nails done, but aside from <laughs> the other stuff, I find, I find very relevant. Um, okay, la- last question before we wrap it up. Is there anything that I can do or anyone listening can do to help you in, in terms of achieving these, your, your goals? what you've got set for the future? Hmm, That's a good question. You know, I really just would love if anyone feels that they are connected with what we have to offer, whether in terms of, you know, real estate investment, if you want to know anything more about it or my business, I feel like I love to share and know if you are a good fit, if we are a good fit, like even if someone is in my team, I want to make sure that you feel comfortable that I'm that sponsor for you who you know you can rely on who can help you who can help you make this a successful business I'm sure that you know um, a lot of people are looking you know opportunities right now Um, so my goal is always just to see um, if we are the right fit because I think no matter what kind of partnership we are in whether it's business or you know personal you have to have that connection with that person and I know I'm not everyone cup of tea I'm actually really just started to preach about it like you know you are not chocolate you cannot be loved by everyone so I want to make sure that who is connected with me my mission and you know my vision that you feel comfortable to reach out to see how can we connect how can we help each other to reach our perfect perfect well thank you so much uh this has been great i really appreciate having you on and you know sort of sharing all that inspiration so thank you adina uh and thank you everyone who's listening this will be i'm sure help a lot of people thank you so much